What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Friday 60-second tip of the week. Our steps are not our own. Listen, if you've been in my ecosystem for any amount of time here at the Black Health Academy, then you know more than likely about our signature plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table, that I created over five years ago. Well, I made the announcement publicly yesterday about my decision to no longer teach Farm to Table after this year. Um, after 2022. So we'll have two more semesters this year. And then I'm not teaching farm to table anymore after this year. And that was a big decision because farm to table has really served a lot of people and individuals with chronic health challenges, really helping people understand the power of a whole food plant-based lifestyle, the science behind nutrition, um, unpacking and exploring limiting belief systems and past barriers to success. You know, I've really put a lot of work into building Farm to Table. So it was really shocking to uh, quite a few people when I announced in the last couple of weeks, because I announced it internally to my team and friends and family before I made it public. So they didn't randomly read it in an email. Um, But as I've been announcing this over the last couple of weeks, you know, it was really shocking to a few people to learn that I will be decommissioning um, farm to table and, you know, no longer teaching it. And one of the common responses that I got in making that announcement was, wow, I cannot wait to hear or see what you will do next. Okay. And so most people didn't receive this decision as a decision in which I was just going to focus on what, you know, what I said is I, you know, I'm going to focus on our plant-based certification to other 23 and really pour my time, energy, and attention into our coaches and helping them develop a mastery that is going to allow them to go on and really have a significant impact in the world. And people didn't take me at face value, right? No one said like, okay, I'm so happy to hear, you know, you made this decision. And they're like, I can't wait to hear or see what you do next. And that response is really significant to me because it tells me that, you know, people know that this is only just the beginning, right? Like I'm not just removing an offer from the company and just pouring all our energy into our remaining offer, but I am on the path to do something bigger. And that really, really is the highest compliment to me because it really speaks to how obedient I am and just this messaging of obedience that I've been putting out in the world is really resonating with people, right? I I mentioned in the email that I sent out yesterday to our community about me no longer teaching farm to table after this year that um, my steps are being ordered, right? And that, you know, this is the divine download that I received to no longer teach farm to table. And I didn't mention anything about having anything else on the fire. I didn't say anything like that. I just said, I'm going to pour into our current coaches. But I love the fact that people see me as um, taking this step to not teach farm to table as a small step to do something bigger. And that's the biggest compliment to me. So I want to talk to those of you really quickly today who need desire and lean on control. This is all about control. Now, I want to talk to the number of you who have control issues, okay? And the reason I want to speak to you is because I am you. You know, in my circle, I have a nice size circle of friends. And when we all hang out, um, 
you know, and, you know, in, even in my personal relationships, right, I am labeled as the controlling one, okay? Like, I like control. We're going to do this. This is how this is going to happen. This is how this is going to go down, you know, and I practice, and a lot of that spills over into my personal life too, right? Just really all about control. But here's the thing about control. When you have to have control when the loss of control gives you anxiety or gives you fear so you go out of your way to keep controlling your life so that you don't feel that anxiety or fear what you essentially do is handicap yourself because when i say that your steps are not your own and when i say that our decisions in our lives should be made from a place of radical obedience that is the opposite of control that is the polar opposite of the control. That's on the other. One is at the South Pole. One is at the North Pole, right? Control and obedience cannot live on the same street. And so me making the decision to not teach farm to table, you know, at when we close out our final semester this fall is me relinquishing control. One way that I could stay in control is by keeping this offer in, this, in the company, continuing to teach it because I know what to expect with Farm to Table. I've developed it over the years. The curriculum is solid. Our student body is solid. Our qualifiers for the program is solid. The, the offer makes money. The offer is profitable for the business. Like the, It's a solid quality program that is that I'm extremely, extremely proud of. And so deciding all of a sudden at the height of it to decide not to teach it anymore is me relinquishing control for what's to come, right? And so I think that's the issue with a lot of my fellow control freaks out there who are listening, right? The reason you are staying in situations that no longer serve you is because you have control in those situations, right? You know what to expect at that job. You know what to expect in that relationship. Yeah, it's not as fulfilling as it used to be. Yeah, you know, it it could definitely be better, right? It's definitely lost some of its spunk over the years. But the thought of leaving that situation brings on so much anxiety or fear that it forces you to stay because staying is where you have the most control. Yes, relocating, you know, what you know might serve you better health-wise or just environment-wise, but you're not sure what to expect over there. You're not as sure what to expect in that new ecosystem, in that new culture, in that new environment. And so you stay in places and in situations that doesn't necessarily serve you because of your desire to have control. Listen, to live a life life of radical obedience requires you. Now, I'm not saying, um, you know, how on a, a, a Apple job application, they say, you know, X amount of experience is preferred, right? This ain't that type of job application, right? Like radical obedience, right? Like it, this releasing control is not preferred, it's required, right? There, there's some things that you apply for in life where you have to have these qualifications over here. And then these things in this, in this other column are preferred. Like you, you have to have 
maybe, you know, a, a, a commercial driver's license. And then we will prefer that you have two years of driving experience, right? This, this, let me, that's not how radical obedience works. Radical obedience says you have to relinquish control. Not we prefer you to relinquish control. That ain't what God said. You have to relinquish control, right? And so that's the part I want to instill in you today. Like me making this big decision to no longer teach this really successful coaching program in our company, it's kind of a big deal. And again, this compliment that I've been getting from my ecosystem that says, the only thing I'm waiting on the edge of my seat for is what you doing next, right? Just lets me know that my obedience um, it, is what's front-facing, right? When people think about me, when they, the, um, your, your perception of me is obedience. They know. Like it wasn't, are you going to do anything bigger? Do you got something else coming? They already know something else is coming. And I'm like, that's crazy, right? Because, you know, someone else might just say, you know, that's cool. That was a good run. You're just going to focus on, you know, your other program now. Okay. I get it. But everybody else is like, no, uh, this is intentional, right? And you know that my steps are ordered and I'm just falling in line. And so it's that relinquishing of control that has allowed me to be radically obedient. And it's the fear of the unknown that is more than likely keeping you stuck. But I promise you, obedience always, always provides. Whatever you're in fear of being in lack of, like, oh, if I lose lose this marriage, I'll never find love again. And at my age, I'll spend the rest of my life alone. Wrong. Like you're making up narratives that have, that are not rooted in fact or validity or data, right? But it's your, it's your fear of lack. It's your fear of the unknown that is preventing you from living radically obedient and making the necessary pivots and shifts in your life that are going to perfectly align you with everything that you're seeking, right? Remember, obedience is payment for what you're praying for. I don't know if you guys um, have been on the podcast platform for a while, but there's a podcast episode that I would highly encourage you to search for called Obedience is Payment for what you're praying for. And so this is exactly what I'm positioning myself to receive, right? There, I want things in life just like everyone else, but I know, right, that the payment for those things that I'm asking for is obedience. And radical obedience requires you, it does not prefer you, it requires you to relinquish control. Get after it.